T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer, News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, hey, happy Friday. Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Brian taking the day off and uh, will be back with us on Monday. Hope it's a good start to your day. The sun is out, the weekend is here. For many of us, it was a shortened week, so uh, Friday got here just a little bit quicker. Um, Whatever you're doing, maybe you're starting vacation today. A week from today, heading to Sunset Beach, North Carolina. Let me tell you, can't wait. Cannot wait. Now, before we get to, I I want to do a few different topics today uh, to talk with you guys. Stuff that's come up, stuff I've been thinking about uh, here over the last few weeks, but you know, Softball stories. Uh, David last week talked about weekend warriors. You've got the people with the, you know, they're all, uh, they got their gloves, they've got the cleats, they've got the, you know, the arm brace and everything. Now, let me tell you, I, I wear the cleats because I think, it, I, I think it helps me on that gravel run base to base. But anyway, I always tell stories about, you know, I'm not that good, right? I'm not that good at softball. It's just for the fun. But yesterday... I had two hits at, with three at-bats, and my third at-bat was a walk. And I'll tell you, if there was a decent pitch, I would have swung at it. Uh, it, was, it was four misses of the plate. Anyway, and these were real hits. I can't tell you how excited I was. These were real hits to the outfield. Barrel of the bat hitting the ball to the outfield. I, I think I stunned my teammates, a team I've been on for over 12 years. Uh, but... Very excited. Puts me in just an amazing mood. And maybe that speaks to how easily my mood can change for the positive. But uh, great game uh, for me, for the team. We mercied the, uh, the, the competitors. So that's nice. The game ended early. That means the post-game festivities start a little earlier. But I thought I would share it because I share when I do poorly. But I want you guys out there to know every now and then. Joe Beamer runs into a, a, a good game, hits the ball uh, to the outfield, and uh, that's that. So um, hopefully that story inspired you for your weekend. Hopefully that gave you something positive to think about heading in to your weekend. Um, now, I want to talk about two things. And, you know, I've, I've focused a lot 
when I filled in for Bowerly last week on returning to the office. And, and Brian and I talked about it this week as well uh, with office space and everything. But a lot of people are returning to the office. And we're being reminded that there is a George Costanza in every office. And if you don't know what I mean, let me play this clip from Seinfeld. What do you do all day? Not that much. Uh-huh. I thought that new promotion was supposed to be a lot more work. Yeah, when the season starts. Right now I sit around pretending that I'm busy. How do you pull that off? I always look annoyed. <laughs> yeah, when you look annoyed all the time, people think that you're busy. <laughs> think about it. Like Mr. Wilhelm gave me one of those little stress dolls. <laughs> all right. Back to work. We all, we all know that individual, right? That I, I, remember, I remember from my days in retail, the person that always seemed busy, but it would be four hours later, and they're still working on the same thing they were working on that should have only taken 30 minutes. But when you talk, they, they talk about how busy their day is. And they're always looking annoyed, hand on the head. Oh, my gosh. I got so much to do. And my, my whole thought is, you know, I've never been the person to tell someone else how much I have to do. Right? If I have a lot to do, I don't have time to tell you what I have to do. But doesn't it seem like the people that want you to know how much they have to do are never at their desk? <laughs> right? They're always talking to someone else about something that's not work-related. I don't know. And I think, I think that is the brilliance of the show Seinfeld, is even 30 years later, you can find stuff like that, and it's relatable to just everyday stuff. Because you might be at the office right now thinking, yeah, Joe's right. So-and-so down the hall is always talking about how busy they are, always looks annoyed. I don't know what they do. It's like an office space. What would you say it is you do here? So the one thing, if you have something to contribute at 803-0930, star 930, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open at 803-0930. Talk about the coworker that talks about how much they work. But when you look at it, it's like, I, if you're, you're telling me how much you work, I think that's your job. I think your job is just to tell me that you're working. I don't know. 803-0930, star 930 on that. And then... Something, you know, we're focusing a lot on the economy, right? Inflation, inflation, inflation. And we're thinking back, how can we save money here? How can we do this here? Do we cut this out? Uh, How do we bring those grocery bills down? Do we go to a different store? Do we change our menu for the week, right? Is it maybe we cut out the fancy steak dinner that we usually have on Sunday and instead go with something a little cheaper, maybe some burgers, something like that. These are the conversations going on uh, all over the country. But it made me think a little differently. And this is thanks to Brian Mazarowski pointing something out yesterday. We're talking about right now, right? Money right now, tight, you know, money's tight. We're spending more here, here, and here. But I want you to look back throughout your life and financial decisions that you have made. And I want you to tell me The dumbest financial decision you made. The dumbest purchase you ever made. Now, it doesn't have to be recently. It can be a decade ago. It can be 40 years ago. But what is the dumbest purchase 
you made. Because it seems when money's tight, when stuff like this is, you know, when, when we're, see, we're noticing the price at everything, right? Everywhere you go. You know, I was at Aldi the other day. Now, again, still very reasonably priced. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not saying, but just because of the realism, the, you know, the, the way things are going, the price of something went over $2. Whoa, it's over $2. It used to be 99 cents. Slowly moved its way up. Um, but we're noticing that, right? We're noticing things are more expensive. I always talk about the bag salad that I like um, went up a dollar, right? And it's just something you notice. You're noticing these prices. They're not, they're not 10 cents here, 20 cents there. We're seeing, you know, we're seeing the cost of milk, cost of eggs. But when, when, you, when you go through that, it does make you kind of step back and think to yourself, well, wait a minute, what dumb purchase have I made? What was something stupid I purchased that I really didn't need? You know, and I, I, I think back to, uh, to my life and, you know, I was given guidance that this was going to be an awful purchase and I ignored it. All right. So let's take you back. Uh, I believe the year is 2009. My 1998 Altima that you've heard me talk about before, the best car I've, I ever owned. If that thing still ran, I'd be driving it today. It's an amazing car. Leather interior. Oh, it was great. It was great. It was a hand-me-down car. Anyway, so go to a, a dealership, and we're looking at cars, looking at cars, and I see a PT Cruiser. Now, there is a list of reasons why a sophomore in college shouldn't have a PT Cruiser. Let's not even focus on the car on on the the uh, the car itself when it comes to mechanics. Okay, let's just put out there a college sophomore in 2009 driving around a PT Cruiser. Not a good look. Okay, not a good look for a single 21 year old, 20 year old. Okay, not a good look. So we're at the dealership, and I see this PT Cruiser, silver PT Cruiser. And I don't know, I'd love to know what the mindset was. I mean, I remember the day like it was yesterday, but I cannot tell you what was going on that I thought this was going to be a smart purchase. We get there, I see it. My dad says, you don't want that. You don't want to buy that car. That's that. You don't want to buy that car. And I just completely ignored my dad. And to this day, still apologies to my father on ignoring him on that purchase. But I talked him into letting, you know, to say, no, I, this is what I want. This, and I got the PT Cruiser. Again, from day one, college student with PT Cruiser, not a good look. But then for other reasons, the PT Cruiser was not a good purchase or this particular one. I don't know. Maybe you had a great experience with your PT Cruiser. This car was a problem from the day I drove it off the lot, right? It, it, you know, we, we talk about the problems that my current car has, but that's after it's almost at 200,000 miles, right? My current car has, has given me a lot of good years, right? Um, and with those issues fixed, it's still a great car. And I will say the Honda Civic that I bought in 2014 was a great purchase. A great purchase. The PT Cruiser, an awful purchase. It lasted me less than five years. 
And it was a problem, like I said, from the day I took it off the lot. Everything started going on this car. And then at the end, it was just issues that couldn't be fixed. And that's why. So when I look back, when I look back (laughs) at purchases I made, at bad purchases, I'm sure there are other ones there. But number one on my list, PT Cruiser. As a sophomore in college, I'm sure there are people out there that said, I love my PT Cruiser. It was great for me. Put yourself in 2009, sophomore in college, driving around a PT Cruiser. Single guy driving around a PT Cruiser. Let me tell you, not a good look. Not a good look. I'm just saying. But what about you? 803-0930, star 930. The worst purchase you made. Maybe it was, maybe you overspent on a sporting event. And I'm sure I I'm sure I am guilty of that. I, I I can't point to it right now, but I'm sure I'm guilty. Uh, probably the, the years the Sabers were really good, and in the playoffs, I probably overspent. Now I can't say that about the Bills playoff game this year because so many people were selling their tickets because it was so cold. Uh, that was a really good purchase, a smart purchase. Two tickets under a hundred dollars to a playoff game. Now that that that's a smart purchase. PT Cruiser, not smart purchase. And I think a lot of people are going through this. And maybe it's that thing that you thought was going to be a life-changing item, right? This item right here is going to change my life. And now it sits in the back of your closet, or it sits in the basement, or you've given it to someone else. It wasn't what it wasn't what you thought it was. And maybe if you had just taking that extra minute. Like I said, for me, if I had just listened to my dad, my dad's a smart guy. He knew what he was talking about. I ignored him and I paid for it. I paid the price. Believe me, that car, I paid more than the monthly payment almost every month because that car had to go. uh, I had to go to the shop quite often. 803-0930, star 930. Is this JC? In Chittawaga, same uh, same situation. Uh, JC, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I um, in 2009, my um, car I had uh, totally broke down on me, and I had to get a new car. I saved up um, for the down payment for three months. Went searching on lots, and um, nothing was available. Um, but I was desperate, so they pointed me to this car, and, and I said, okay, I'll buy it. Nothing but problems. Within six, by I bought it in August. By December, I had a problem with the coolant leaking. Yep, I had the same problem. Then um, after that, it was the tire um, actually, by the end of the deal, I had all tires replaced because of the valve. Um, I mean, it was just one thing after another, and the dealer was not uh, great as taking care of it. They kept telling me I had to go you know, to this other place, even though I bought it at a certain dealership. Ooh. And I just couldn't wait to get rid of that, so... Made my last payment, was sitting down in a restaurant, a local restaurant, and my birthday was in a couple of weeks. And I said, 
I'm going to go look for another car. So that's what I did. I went looking for another car, and I got rid of that one. Now, how long did you own that car? You got it in 2009. When did you finally set, finish payments and say, that's enough, I'm done? 2014. Yeah, same, same, as, same as me. And here's the thing. I wasn't done with payments when I turned it in. They, the dealership I bought my Civic from paid the rest on the uh, PT Cruiser because it had become such an issue. And it's funny you mentioned Coolant Link leak because that was actually the final thing that finally said, I can't drive this thing anymore. Yeah, and then to top it off, the place that I took it to get the coolant in there, they put the wrong type of coolant in. Oh, that is so interesting. That just happened to me a few weeks ago. <laughs> Just, you know, so that was the, when I heard you speaking about, I knew even before you said PT Cruiser, I knew exactly what it was. Now, what did you, uh, what did, you got rid of the Cruiser, what car did you replace it with in 2014? I replaced it with a Ford Focus. And how'd you like that car comparatively? I absolutely love it. Still driving it? Oh, yes. Awesome. Ruby red, and it is, it is great. I've had very few problems with it. Well, I, I, I am sorry that you shared the same problems with me from 09 to 14, but uh, happy that it, it all turned out with a better purchase at the end. Yes. Oh, I'll never go back to that other dealer. Never. Oh, I, I feel the same. We have a lot of things in common. JC, thank you so much for the call. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. It, it, I, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't the only one, and it's funny. It's the same track of years. She got it in 09 and got rid of hers in 2014. I got my 09 and got rid of it in uh, in 2014. And that's the worst, uh, especially, you know, because when I buy a car, you know, I am, I am, hey, how can I save some money? When I buy a car, I want it to drive when I'm done with the payments, right? Like my situation right now, I don't make car payments. So to me, it's worth, you know, putting a few hundred in, you know, every other month or, you know, every three or four months. Because I'm not making payments every month. And I want to get some use out of that car when I'm done making payments. It's one less payment. But it, it, it is really the gut punch is when you are done or close to done paying with that, for that car. And you see how much you've paid. right? You got the loan for so much amount. And then you see how much you paid in interest. You see how much, you know, how much really went into that car. And that's before having to take it to the shop for all the problems. I mean, I think if, if, we, if we polled the audience, vehicles, when we talk about worst purchases, most people are going to call in with a vehicle because that is a commitment. A vehicle or a home, right? Because that is a, you are committing to having that car or that home for years, right? It is a commitment it's not, most of us are not laying cash down for the car or house that we're buying. It is a long-term commitment. And when from the, out of the gate, there are problems, that easily goes up the list of worst uh, purchases. Now, someone on the uh, Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, and you can get on there too at 803-0930, said that the worst thing they bought was a BMW. Now, that is very surprising to me because my goal, you know, is to hopefully um, work my way up in this radio thing. Hopefully, this thing works out for me. And one of these days, I will have the money to drive around in a BMW. That is a goal, a career goal I have set for myself, 
right? Hopefully this thing takes off. Hopefully people enjoy listening. Hopefully uh, management thinks I'm worthy of continuing the climb up in this business because the, the, the end goal for me, obviously a house and everything, uh, but the end goal for me is to have a BMW. But this, uh, this texter said that was the worst thing they ever bought. It was the worst car they've owned in 40 years of driving, a BMW 528. But again, as much as that saddens me to see with the goals I have set for myself, um, it does go along the line of when I asked you, what is your worst purchase? I expect cars, houses, vacation homes, right? I, I would, I would uh, assume that most of you have one of those on your list of your worst purchase. So what is your worst purchase, your dumbest purchase? Have you ever fallen? And uh, we did this, I did the show a few months ago. David did the show a few months ago. What was the worst or dumbest purchase? And, and so maybe it wasn't the worst when it comes to terms of money, but maybe it was the dumbest. Maybe you saw something on a, on a shopping network or on a paid program and you go, that looks good at one in the morning. And then it came in the mail and uh, it goes on the list of dumbest purchase. Again, maybe didn't set you back like a car does, but it was a pretty dumb purchase when you look back at it. 803-0930, star 930, BMAZ and Beamer on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, hey, welcome back. Friday on Beamaz and Beamer. Beamer uh, riding solo this Friday. Brian taking a, another long weekend. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. Everything will be back to normal on Monday. By the way, we, um, we had uh, a taste of Buffalo preview uh, during the morning show. And we had uh, the un- Unbridled Cafe. Uh, here was some uh, some sweet treats this morning. 
Uh, so if you're going down there, make sure you check them out. If you're uh, going to be walking around downtown Buffalo, checking out all the different tastes of Buffalo, always a good event and um, always one of the most popular, more popular events. You know, it's always nice to see people out, about, and together. And uh, happy that that's back full force this year downtown. Part of really the summer of everything coming back. Really, that's what this summer has become. You know, everyone's getting back to doing things, going out, uh, getting together, seeing friends, not really letting anything stop them from just living. It's, it's beautiful to see. I mean, a lot of us were back there last summer, uh, but it, it seems more as a community, everyone's back uh, this year, living their lives, having fun, and uh, hey, the way it's meant to be, right? 8030930, star 930 is the number to get on. Talking about the worst or dumbest purchase you've ever made. And we've all done it, right? Um, and again, it could be something as expensive as a car for me, PT Cruiser, the worst uh, purchase I ever made. It could be a house. I feel, and again, maybe I'm wrong. I, I've, I've never owned a home. Um, hopefully, you know, one day I will, but I've never owned a home. But I would guess that in this market where people are overpaying or paying way over the asking price, that if I do this show in five years, there will be people who bought a home in this market who are going to say, yeah, that's me. This house was the worst purchase I ever made. But I was rushed into a decision because I had to outbid. I had to get selected. Uh, We didn't want to get left out. Uh, looking for a home in this market. I guarantee you that's what we're going to have in, you know, maybe even less than five years. People realizing, wow, I shouldn't have rushed. Maybe I could have been, you know, renting for another year or in an apartment for another year. This was an awful decision that I will now be paying for 30 years. And I think that's why it makes those purchases so heavy because it's something that you have to live with uh, for so long. Uh, especially the expense. Like I said, most of us not paying cash. But a lot of stuff that people are saying are their dumbest purchases. Now, someone on the on the text board, and, and again, I mean, to each his own, I'm not going to tell someone that they're wrong. It's their purchase. Someone said the N- Nintendo Wii. And I thought the Nintendo Wii was one of the best game consoles of all time. I loved the games for Nintendo Wii. There was a tennis game for Nintendo Wii uh, that I could not get enough of, the bowling on Nintendo Wii. Like I said, uh, I don't know where my Nintendo Wii system is, but I would if, if one was offered, I would buy one. That's how bad I, I want a Wii and Wii Sports, and I'd be all set. I thought I knew. Does this ever happen to you? I thought I knew where the Nintendo Wii was, and then we moved, and it wasn't where I thought it was. So I don't know where my Nintendo Wii is. But this person said it was a bad purchase. Okay, for them, right? Not disagreeing. But for me, it was an awesome Christmas present uh, that, again, if I had one, I probably would play that more than my Xbox, which is, you know, the up-to-date Xbox. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just, I loved the games on that. Uh, There was a college football game on on that system that was amazing. Uh, but for one of our one of our listeners on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, they say Nintendo Wii. It's in uh, it's at their brother's house. 
Uh, sits, no, I'm sorry, sits at my neighbor's house and still not being used. Another person says, of course, the PT Cruiser, Joe. It's a 50,000 motor on a 50,000 body. I don't know what that means, but that's bad. I, I can pick up that from the text. That's not good. Um, someone says, my brother-in-law had the HHR. That thing was like a, like a, I don't know what this is, but you think you hate it now, but wait until you drive it. It had better suspension. My Craftsman lawnmower uh, tractor had better suspension, according to the texter. Someone also said on the uh, Volkswagen Orchard Park text board, Joe, that's why they called those cars PT losers. That's from uh, Art in Hamburg. Another person says, PT Cruiser, question mark. No way. Come on, Joe. (laughs) Like I said, it was one of those things. It was one of those things. That at the time, I don't know, it just seemed very me. And maybe something very me is, you know, being able to drive by and no one paying attention or saying, that is ridiculous. That's a ridiculous vehicle that you're driving. Uh, another other bad purchases. Because we've all, we, we've all done this where we're at the store. And I think this is something, maybe we're doing it less now because of, the state of the economy because of inflation. But there are some of us out there that go to the store for one thing and we see something that, oh my gosh, this is going to be great. We buy it. And then we realize this is a brutal purchase. I spent $20 on something that when I was standing in line, I couldn't wait to bring it home. And it's still sitting where I placed it when I got home. Never got around to using it. Or used it once, and it's nothing like uh, like they said in the display. Again, I go back to my time in retail. I think a lot of those hoses that are supposed to, when you turn the water off, you know, get back, uh, get all small again. It was one of the most returned items when I worked in retail. So I'm sure there are people out there that said, that was was a stupid purchase. That was a a dumb purchase. I didn't do my research. 803-0930, star 930, your worst or dumb purchase that, you know, if you're you're having a week, come on, I I think most of uh, the people in the audience, when you're having a week that money's just a little tighter than usual, maybe you look back and go, you know, that was a real waste of money. <laughs> I shouldn't have spent a hundred bucks on this. 803-0930, star 930. Carl is in Dallas. Hey, Carl. Yeah, how you doing, Joe? Uh, yeah, this happened back in the late 70s. I always liked electronic gadgets, two-way radios and stuff like that. Well, this is the early days of uh, mobile phones and vehicles. And back in those days, it was like a 50-pound box that would mount in your trunk, a big stick cable that went up into your, you know, your crew compartment, and then that was mounted to the floor, and so you could access it while you were driving. But uh, I saw one of these in a, in a two-way radio shop, and uh, I couldn't afford the thing, but I could afford just the control head, which had the rotary dial and the handset where you hang it up and all that. And I talked the guy into selling me that. It was 200 and something dollars. I was so proud of myself, so I brought it home, drilled some holes in my vehicle, and mounted it to the, you know, transmission hump of my pickup truck. And I was just so proud of having this status phone that did nothing. It'd sit there, <laughs> collect dust, 
And uh, why this day I ever bought that thing back then, I don't know. But at the time, it seemed like it was worth 200 and something dollars, and it really wasn't worth anything. And uh, I, didn't, I don't even know who it is anymore. I must have thrown it out over the past 20 or 30 years some, at some time. But that was the dumbest thing I ever bought. It, Carl, it, it seems uh, like something I talked about a few weeks ago, a very expensive conversation piece. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, it was. I still think to this day, boy, you know, back then, two hundred and thirty or two hundred and forty dollars was, you know, a decent amount of money. But I spent it instantly when I saw that thing. I had to have it, knowing it would never work because I only bought the control head part. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's. I felt like an idiot. I still do sometimes thinking about. <laughs> what, what better? Uh, what better use that money could have gone to? Exactly. And you can still find it online, you know, by looking at vintage mobile phones. And it was a rotary dial. I mean, in the day, a rotary dial looked cool where you stick your finger in. Rip. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we've gone way past that nowadays. Oh, we, we sure have. Carl, too bad you can't find it because, you know, it was worth nothing then. But you might actually be able to get that back from someone that collects old uh, electronics. That's absolutely true. And a lot of people do. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Carl, always appreciate the call. Carl in Dallas opens a line for you, 803-0930-STAR-930. Someone said they bought a reclining leather couch. It was comfortable, but only lasted four years, and then it pretty much fell apart. Yeah, that's another thing that you're buying that for a, a, that's a long-term purchase. That's something you want to last for a while, right? More than four years. I mean... Obviously, there are people out there that have the money. They can update their furniture every uh, every other year, and that's great. I'm happy for them. Uh, but for most of us, we buy furniture, and we want that to last, right? That's why we might spend an extra couple hundred on the insurance so uh, we can get some of the stuff replaced right before, um, you know, right before uh, the insurance runs out. If uh, if we've, if, you know, some of the parts of the of the uh, piece of furniture have kind of gotten to a point where it needs a little bit of an upgrade. Uh, 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on the show. And uh, like I said, it's one of those things that I think when money's tight, or maybe it's just me, but when money's tight, I always go back to dumb purchases, right? It's always, and this could be a dumb purchase because that's the kind of stuff that sticks with me. If I buy something and it's not what I thought it was or it was exactly what I thought it was and it was just stupid of me to think that it's something I needed, you know, I go back and go, oh, that that was a pretty dumb purchase, right? And for me, it's when money's just a little tight. Oh, what I could do with that $300. Oh, what I could do with this, what I could do with that. Maybe I should have reconsidered. Maybe I should have taken a step back and said, I'll come back tomorrow and buy this. And I have to say, you know, Brian and I talked about this. I do have a problem sometimes when, you know, I I try, I just try to be, I do try to be nice. And, you know, I do have a problem when people ask for a favor. I I do have a problem sometimes saying no. And that also, I think, in the retail world at one point. Now, with money, it's not so much an issue now. I can easily say no uh, when it comes to spending money. But I think there was a time where I would feel bad if I walked into a store and someone gave me the spiel and I didn't buy the item. And I look back at stuff like that. You know, you go to an electronic store, uh, Circuit City back in the day. 
and you have someone follow you around. Oh, this looks great. This is a great purchase. You know, uh, you can use this in your car. You can, and, and many times I feel bad because I asked this person for the help. So I'll just buy it. I, I was famous for doing that at Radio Shack. And that's even without the, the help of the salesperson. I would buy, I would walk into Radio Shack and just buy the dumbest stuff. Like before I worked in radio, I would buy stuff for people on the radio, right? Just to pretend, oh, one of these days, when I finally got hired here, had no idea where any of that stuff was. But I would, I would walk in there, oh, this looks cool, look at this. Remote control car, come on, I need that. You're 23 years old, you don't need the remote control car, Joe. I think a lot of people now, they walk into stores and they see the cheap drones, right? Not the souped up drones. They see like the cheap $55 drone at a store and say, oh, that'll be really cool. I'm going to buy this. And then either it barely flies or they crash land it on the first time. They go, I really didn't need this. If I wanted a drone, I'll spend the money and get a real drone that can land. I think that's happened to a lot of people. Electronics is another thing because you get tricked into thinking, oh, I need this, right? I mean, the people that fall for, and this isn't as much a thing now because the mall's not as much a thing anymore. But, you know, the people in the kiosks in the mall, especially around the holiday time, and they have everything going. They have all these distractions. Like, this looks cool. Oh, I really need this. And, you know, in, in the heat of the moment, again, this is why they do it. Right? If it didn't work, they wouldn't do this. Uh, you go, I, I could really use something like that around that. That would look really good on my patio. That would look really good on my front door. And then you buy it and you bring it home and you, you realize this looks awful. Or, you know, it's not, it's not big enough. It's not, it doesn't take up the door the way I thought it would. And you end up throwing it out. Now, right there, that's a dumb purchase. Again, it might be something that's, you know, $30, $35. But think, hey, what could that $35 have done? You know? I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a, few, a few adult beverages on the weekend. That's, that's a lunch, right? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, for me, I think when money is tight, like it is now for a lot of people because of inflation, because of gas, because of, you know, groceries, everything. I mean, inflation is, is taking over everything. I think you have a lot of people out there that are taking that step back and they're thinking, if only I hadn't bought that, you know, spent 10000 on that awful car or hadn't spent that $50 last week uh, in the seasonal section of the grocery store, maybe things would be, uh, I don't know, maybe I could have that extra $50 and this gas wouldn't hurt as much on this fill-up. Let's be honest, it's gonna, it, it still hurts on this fill-up. Uh, whatever. Whatever you're doing this weekend, hopefully you'll enjoy it. You know, there's only a little bit of rain in the forecast for today. So hopefully the weekend you're going out to taste of buffalo. Maybe you're going to a, uh, you're going on vacation. Hopefully your flight doesn't get canceled uh, if you're doing that. A little update on something I talked about last week. You know, uh, my wife and I were supposed to go to Miami. That uh, didn't happen because, well, the airline got rid of the route. So the trip that was supposed to be a little over three days would have been less than two days. So we got the credits back. Now we're going to New York in August to see the amazing Mets. Uh, You know, 2022 World Series champions, the New York Mets, uh, going down there in August. And already we've gotten an email that we have been delayed by 15 minutes in August. So just 
something to keep an eye on uh, this travel season. Make sure you check that flight an ex- a second time before leaving for the airport because the last place you want to get stuck when the economy is the way it is, the last place you want to get stuck is at an airport on a two-hour delay. Because let me tell you, Jerry Seinfeld did a, did a stand-up routine in the 90s, and it still is uh, accurate today. There is nothing like the prices in the airport. I mean, we're talking about things that are more overpriced than going to a sporting event. So, you know, that second look might be helpful if you're trying to actually save your money for the vacation. Nothing worse than budgeting a vacation and then having a five-hour layover in the Philadelphia airport. And, you know, 25% of your vacation money went on a a few adult beverages at the bar. (laughs) Right? And we've all been there. We've all been there on that long delay going, yeah, well, I guessed, I guess the charge card is coming out because we still have two and a half hours on this delay. And now looking forward to next week, something I hope we, uh, Brian and I get into, you know, we're talking, we've talked a lot about, uh, a lot about the new stadium. Okay. And. We've seen the layout now. We've seen what parts of ECC are going to be affected. A little bit of the land and the football stadium for ECC. But I was reading through, the, uh, through an article on the stadium, and there was something about recliners, right? Some of the clubs are going to have re- reclining chairs. And maybe someone who has a lot of money can explain this to me. I do not understand the people who go to Bills games to sit in a chair and watch TV. And we've all seen them, right? We've all had access to club level. And we've walked in. Oh, look at this. Oh, heated seats. This is great. And we've all walked, you know, walked through the club and said, why are these people just sitting in a chair looking at TV screens? I can do that at home. I have, I have Red Zone at home. I don't need to come to the stadium. And we're talking about expensive seats. Right? I mean, you have people that, that sit in the, uh, in the boxes. And again... That's fine to each zone. That's, that's great. But like, I, I feel like I'm not part of the crowd when I'm in one of those big boxes. I, want, I just paid a lot of money. I want to be part of the crowd. I want to be screaming. I want my voice heard. Can't do that in one of those boxes. Everyone's quiet. You can't even hear the crowd. So I, I don't know. I mean, I understand there's obviously an audience for that because it's worked in this current stadium, and it's going to be in the new stadium. So obviously, I am in a minority here, or you know, I'm not the fan they're trying, I'm clearly not the fan they're trying to attract with reclining chairs at the new stadium. Uh, but something uh, to look into and, and something to consider uh, as we uh, go into next week. Also, the idea of shaded seats. Now, I do like that, and, and that looks like it's going to be part of uh, of this new stadium. So that's something that I'm sure Brian and I will get into and we'll probably find something we disagree on and agree on uh, when it comes to the new stadium and the idea of chairs that recline, shaded seats, all that good stuff uh, that is getting released uh, day by day uh, with the new stadium. Well, that is it for this edition of BMAS and Beamer. Again, I hope you have a great weekend, whatever it is you're doing. Uh, trying out some new restaurants and the taste of Buffalo. Uh, having family in town. Maybe yourself going on a vacation. Whatever it is, have fun. Be safe. 
Don't be stupid. Have fun this weekend. Like I always say, have fun this weekend, but don't be stupid, right? If you're going out, having a good time, get a ride home, right? We have ride share. We have taxis. Get a ride home. We want you back here on Monday. And don't forget, Hardline this Sunday at 10 a.m. will be live, the last Hardline for two weeks. So I hope you can join me on Sunday. Have a great weekend. David Bellavia is up with four hours of entertaining radio after the news here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 